Welcome to the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast, a free resource for gymnast parents and coaches to learn to fuel the gymnast for optimal performance and longevity in the sport. I'm your host, Christina Anderson, and I'm a pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist, a former gymnast, a current nationally rated gymnastics judge, and a wife plus dog mom. I help gymnasts and their parents learn to fuel without the stress or overwhelm so that they can reach their big goals and dreams both in and out of the sport. We want to help parents take a proactive approach to nutrition, and to do so, this podcast is all about hashtag real talk, where we tackle tough subjects about nutrition, body image, and more in the sport of gymnastics. All right, let's dive in. You are listening to episode 32 of the Gymnast Nutritionist podcast. Hello, and welcome back. It is the beginning of February. We are in the midst of competition season. We are um, maybe five, six weeks out from um, most optional level gymnast state competitions. We are just in the beginnings of the elite season. And I want to talk with you today about um, a really important aspect of your gymnast nutrition, and that is fueling to support their immune system. I feel like I have gotten a ton of messages from one-on-one clients from course members in our VIP program, and even just, you know, social media the last couple of weeks saying, help, my gymnast has a meet this weekend or next. She has been sick for several days. She's not been eating enough. She has not been drinking enough. You know, what can I do from a nutrition standpoint to help her um, recover as quickly as possible? And I love this question because um, nutrition is getting some airtime, right? Um, and it can be something that we can use strategically to help our gymnast repair, recover, um, quicker, um, as well as prevent some of these, um, illnesses that can certainly derail their competition season. So I think the reality is that a lot of gymnasts tend to get some sort of cold flu, COVID like symptoms, upper respiratory infection during season. Uh, number one, because competition season coincides with this time of year. Uh, but number two, I think it's just really easy for them to get run down, right? Your schedule is crazy. You're often competing back-to-back weekends or every other weekend. You're flying, you're driving, just the the stress of competition, of missing school, on keeping up with schoolwork, the all the training. I mean, it's just a lot. And so um, I remember as a, a teen high-level gymnast that I would get, you know, one or two colds, you know, every year without fail during competition season. Uh, but like most gymnasts, I didn't want to miss practice, right? I was so afraid that if I missed practice, I would fall behind. I'd lose my skills. You know, for every day that I was out of the gym, someone else was in the gym working harder and getting ahead of me. I mean, very much the the scarcity mentality, which is so rampant throughout the sport. But what would happen is instead of, you know, getting sick with a cold or something and taking maybe a day or two off to sleep and to rest and coming back, you know, feeling better and being effective in practice, I would just go to practice sick and what would start as a cold would then often kind of morph into an upper respiratory infection or some sort of secondary infection. Um, and then at that point, you know, having to go to the doctor, often getting put on medications, maybe given an inhaler. Um, and I remember, you know, at some point, my pediatrician being like, why don't you like, why don't you stay home? Like you should not go to practice. Like you should rest and get better. Um, and again, that, that scarcity mentality is just so rampant in the sport that to me, that was unfathomable. Like I really believed that if I missed time in the gym, that I would, um, I'd lose my edge. I'd lose my skills that other people would get ahead of me. Yet what my adolescent brain didn't understand at the time was that continuing to go to practice when I was sick, 
um, and performing at maybe a C minus level was really not doing a whole lot, you know, versus if I had stayed home and gotten the rest I needed, you know, done what I needed to, to get better, I probably would have been back in the gym faster and certainly performing at, you know, my highest level, um, much more quickly. So all that to say, (laughs) there's a lot of reasons that gymnasts um, tend to get sick during the season, but I want to focus today's episode on the role of nutrition in immune health and the immune system, because I feel like, you know, parents all the time want to know, you know, what foods or supplements should I be giving my gymnasts to boost their immune system? And the whole concept of like boosting the immune system, so to speak, is a little bit of a fallacy. Um, It's really not supported by the scientific evidence because the immune system is a complex network of cells and tissues, um, immunoglobulins, chemical messengers that work together to protect the body. So it can't be like boosted, so to speak, by any singular factor. Like you can't just take a ton of vitamin C or you can't just take a ton of garlic Um, or all sorts of other things that you'll read about online or hear about on TikTok. Um, While vitamins and minerals and nutrients are absolutely involved in, you know, the regulation of our immune system, it's very much a collective effort. So what's really interesting is, as always, (laughs) underfueling plays a really big role in um, the immune health, right? If your gymnast is underfueled, if she is not consuming enough calories and nutrients to meet the demands of training and competition and growth and development, um, not only is this going to keep her stuck and struggling, but it can weaken the immune system and actually increase the risk of upper respiratory infections. And we have research on like elite level athletes, like past Olympians, like actually at the Olympics. Um, and they looked at, you know, those who had low energy availability. So those who were under fueling versus those who were fueling properly. Um, and they found this association that infection is more likely in someone with low energy availability because their immune system is impaired, right? They're not getting the adequate proper building blocks to support the body's defense system. So again, while there's no single food or nutrient that can, you know, boost the immune system, overall adequate fueling actually is a way to strengthen the immune system because it's simply just making sure that your body has all the building blocks it needs to produce, you know, the, the chemical messengers, all the immunoglobulins, everything it needs to, um, to defend. So, um, there's also other studies showing that, um, you know, energy restriction can lead to immunosuppression of certain immune cells like the T cells and B cells. Um, we also see increases in inflammation with under fueling. And this is why when you hear me talk about, you know, clean eating, it's not that I'm anti-nutrition. I'm not anti-health. I'm not saying that, you know, healthy nutrient foods don't matter, but your gymnast could have the most perfect, healthiest, cleanest diet in the world. But if she is fundamentally under fueled, if she's not eating enough, then that diet is actually inflammatory. Um, And this is something I see all the time when I'm working with high-level gymnasts and they have aches and pains or they have injuries. They've maybe been told by a physical therapist or a doctor or a parent that they need to be gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free. They need to eat clean. Um, They need to have an anti-inflammatory diet as to not make their, you know, the inflammation in their body worse. Um, But those two things are not directly related. And in fact, under fueling is only going to make the inflammation worse. So 
Um, all that to say, you know, again, focusing on nutrient density is going to help in a way in terms of providing the body with more, you know, nutrients and antioxidants like that is, is well and good, but we can't ignore the fact that eating healthy or eating clean is not a guarantee of adequate fueling. And that's really the most important thing in terms of strengthening the immune system. The other thing that's really interesting about the relationship between underfueling, low energy availability, and inflammation um, is iron status. And if you've heard me before, if you go back and listen to episode eight on nutrition and endurance, you'll hear that it is standard practice for me to check a full iron panel, a ferritin, a vitamin D, and all of my high level clients because those um, play a really important role in performance and recovery. And what we know about iron metabolism is that underfueling can increase inflammation in the body and it can increase the production of hepcidin, which is something that blocks the absorption of iron. So anytime I find that an athlete is um, either iron insufficient or iron deficient or have iron deficiency anemia, there's actually kind of three phases to this whole process. Um, it's important to investigate why, you know, are we losing too much iron because of, you know, blood loss, maybe from the menstrual cycle, we lose iron from pounding and just high levels of exercise. Um, but we also maybe not lose iron, but we don't absorb our iron from the diet. If we are under fueled because that under fueling causes inflammation that blocks the absorption of iron. So, um, another really important reason to make sure that your gymnast is eating enough, um, in the first place. So it makes sense, right? I mean, we think about all of these high-level gymnasts that are training 20 to 30 hours a week. They are fundamentally underfueled, And so it's no wonder that they tend to get sick more often. Um, their colds and illnesses maybe seem to last longer. Maybe they're more severe um, and intense. And it's really important to make sure that your gymnast is getting what she needs to really strengthen her immune system. So once you have that taken care of, which is a big reason why we exist and we have our course and our VIP program is helping parents to learn um, to build meals and snacks that match their gymnast needs, the intensity duration of their training, how to monitor growth and development and performance and make sure their gymnast is eating enough. Um, once you are taking care of all of that and your gymnast does still get sick, which it's going to happen, um, what can we do? What can we do to help them you know, repair and recover faster? And I think the high level overview is number one, keep them eating. Number two, keep them hydrated and they may need, you know, more than water. This is where we may strategically use um, electrolytes based on, you know, what kind of sickness they have. You know, if your gymnast has the stomach flu, um, she's going to be losing, you know, different amounts of electrolytes versus if she just has a high fever um, versus if she's just not eating and drinking because she's so sick and tired that she's sleeping like 20 hours a day. So it's important to do your best, you know, as a parent to keep them eating and drinking, keep them hydrated. And at this point, you know, nutrition sometimes goes out the window, right? Um, when your gymnast is sick, she may not want a big salad with salmon and quinoa and all the things like she may drink a smoothie. She may, you know, eat some toast and that is okay. At this point, it's like damage control. We want to get into them, whatever they can get, because again, your body doesn't know where the food comes from. It only knows whether or not it's getting enough. Um, when it comes to supplements and, you know, if your gymnast is sick and what ones could be helpful, which ones, you know, aren't, um, there's some research showing that, um, you know, zinc could be used for four to five days at the onset of a cold to, um, lessen the severity 
But at the same time, too much zinc over time can be harmful. It will throw off um, the balance of copper in your body. And what most people don't realize is that most vitamins and minerals work in tandem with one or two other vitamins or minerals in the body. You know, so you can't just throw a ton of different supplements at your gymnast and think that um, it's inconsequential. Um, You could actually inadvertently cause other issues, especially if they stay on these supplements um, long-term. So if you know me and we have a whole episode on this, I'm usually pretty judicious when it comes to supplements for a variety of reasons. I mean, number one, they cost money and that could be money that you're spending to actually learn how to fuel your gymnast instead of kind of getting this false sense of security. Um, number two, does anyone really like taking supplements? I mean, maybe it's just me, but I hate supplements. Um, and I know most of my gymnasts do as well. And so even though there might be five or six supplements out there that are potentially, you know, shown to lessen the severity or duration of an illness or so on and so forth. Um, if the stress and strain of trying to get your gymnast to take these five or six supplements takes away from the focus of adequate balanced fueling, then at that point, the supplements probably aren't going to get you very far. Um, And it's also really important to note that consuming too many nutrients can actually have negative effects on the immune system, um, especially in and around training. Like we don't want to take mega doses of things like vitamin C or vitamin E, um, pre-workout or intra-workout, like that actually can be counterproductive. So all that to say, I would say most gymnasts and parents have kind of enough on their plate, so to speak, in terms of you know, closing the recovery gap and working on adequate fueling, um, that it's not to say that you can't give your gymnast maybe some extra vitamin C or can't give them some zinc, you know, right at the onset of a cold. Um, just don't let those things kind of distract you from the bigger picture here. So as we close out this episode, this is kind of more of a quick tip episode, you know, what are the priorities? What are the things that you can do to keep your gymnast healthy this season? I mean, number one, we have to close the recovery gap. We have to make sure that your gymnast is getting enough calories, the proper amounts of carbs, protein, and fat day in, day out to support repair, recovery, growth, development, and adaptation to training. And that repair and recovery part is not just the the muscles and the tendons and the connective tissues, but it's also um, the immune system, right? Like we have to give the body adequate building blocks to support the body's defenses. I would say the next most important thing is your gymnast has to be getting enough sleep. And I know, I know, I know a lot of your gymnasts don't get home until 8, 30, 9, 9.30 at night. They have to be up at 6 or 6.30 the next morning for school. They go straight from school to gym and you know, it feels like there simply just aren't enough hours in the day, but I'll tell you, there is significant research showing how, um, inadequate sleep is going to compromise the immune system. It's going to compromise repair and recovery. It's going to compromise, um, reaction time. You know, there are so many reasons that your gymnast needs to be getting adequate sleep. And while some of your gymnasts truly do have some big logistical hurdles with just their gym schedule and school schedule that honestly, you know, at the start of every school year, like we need to be having conversations with the school counselor, you know, with the principal, with our coaches, like we need to be doing everything we can with that schedule to even allow them to get eight to nine hours of sleep a night. I would say most gymnasts, they just aren't sleeping enough because they're too busy, um, staying up too late on their phones on TikTok and Instagram. Um, and I get it right. I'm just as addicted to my phone as the rest of you, but 
you have to get in bed, right? Like being a high level gymnast requires sacrifice. It requires discipline and you have to give your body the chance to repair and recover as it can. Um, I say that, you know, the magic happens between like 10, 11 PM and and 7 AM. Like you have to be in bed long enough for your body to repair, to recover, to, um, kind of reset the hormone production, to, um, to learn like muscle learning happens, cognitive learning happens when you're sleeping, repair and recovery happens when we're sleeping. I mean, so much happens when you're sleeping that if you're only getting six hours of sleep a night, you're just not even giving your body the opportunity to do what it needs to do. And I would say the other side to this coin is also stress management, right? Um, you know, if you are super stressed, we know that that can weaken the immune system. So whether it's just stress about life in general, about, you know, college recruiting and high school and gymnastics, or uh, maybe your gymnast is struggling with anxiety or depression. Maybe they're struggling with food. Um, whatever it is, I am a huge fan of, you know, working with adolescent psychologists who um, are also trained in food and body concerns, because frankly, most of the time that's also woven in there to some degree. I think another strategy to keep your gymnast healthy this season is to, you know, get labs checked, right? Get their vitamin D, get their iron status checked, then work with a dietitian to figure out why those were low. Like don't just blindly supplement. Like we need to do some investigation. And then I, I would also caution you that, you know, we don't want to overuse supplements. Again, some of them can interact with each other. Um, you know, too much vitamin C can cause stomach upset and diarrhea. And then if you have an elite or a college gymnast who are subjected to mandatory drug testing, if they're taking a bunch of supplements that are not third-party tested, they're not safe, um, they could contain banned substances or be tainted and they could, you know, test positive and lose their eligibility. Um, we have a whole other episode that we'll link to in the show notes all about supplements and why you need to be um, wise, you know, with what you, you use. And I think from you know my perspective, I think most families, they put too much hope in supplements this time of year, right? Like I know a lot of parents who just blanketly pull out the vitamin C, the echinacea, the vitamin D, the zinc, like they're just randomly putting their gymnasts on supplements that they've been told can boost your immune health. But hopefully you've learned from this episode that number one, that's not a real thing. It doesn't mean that these supplements can't help, but taking all these supplements when the diet is deficient, like when we are under fueled to begin with, um, it's like throwing a bucket of water on a forest fire, right? Like it's not going to address the root cause. The last thing I would say here that really doesn't have a lot to do with nutrition, but it's just general common sense is, you know, let's make sure that we're washing our hands, that we have good hygiene. Um, I would say for gymnasts, especially females, let's make sure that we're not eating and drinking after each other. Um, I can't tell you how many gymnasts I've worked with that, you know, they get mono from, you know, sharing a drink with their friend who had mono. Um, you know, there's just silly things like that, that we can avoid, um, with, with just some common sense. And at the same time, things happen and more than likely, most all of us are probably going to get, you know, a cold or two, um, during the winter and for gymnasts, you know, unfortunately during competition season, but I think you can set your gymnasts up for success by making sure that they're fueled, making sure that they're getting enough sleep, making sure that they're managing their stress. Um, while this can't necessarily prevent them from getting sick, it certainly can lessen the frequency, lessen the severity, and lessen the duration. So 
With that, I wish you all the best this season. Um, it's been so fun for me, you know, every weekend to um, get to watch my gymnast and hear from my clients all across the country. Um, really, really exciting things with gymnasts who are, you know, trying to get recruited or trying to go elite, um, or even just gymnasts who have previously been injured and haven't even been able to compete. And now that they are working on their nutrition, now that they're fueled adequately, now that they have the right strategies in place, um, they're actually healthy and actually able to do uh, what they love, which to me, nothing more, you know, brings me joy than helping gymnasts um, get to participate in the sport that they love. So with that, um, if you want more support, we are currently enrolling in the next cohort of the Balanced Gymnast VIP program. This is our three-month live coaching program for level five through 10 female gymnasts and parents who want to learn how to fuel for optimal performance. Um, we have every other week live sessions. There's also an option to add on some one-on-one sessions with me. Um, and I teach you everything you need to know about building meals and snacks developing performance nutrition strategies, you know, how do you know if your gymnast is getting enough to support her growth and development and repair and recovery? Um, we talk about what are the advanced strategies of nutrition? What labs does your gymnast need? How do you interpret them? What supplements could be appropriate and effective for them? Um, and overall, you know, throughout the whole program, there is an emphasis on how do we help gymnasts have a healthy relationship with food and their body. So if that is something that you're interested in, if you are ready to give your gymnast all the tools that she um, can have to stay healthy, to get the most out of her training, to have longevity in the sport, um, you can go to the show notes. There is the link to find out more about the program. You can submit an application and I will review it and I'll be in touch. So um, with that, as always, I so appreciate you listening. Um, if you would do me a huge favor and share this podcast with at least one other teammate at the gym. Um, I know those who listen to it get immense value and I count on you guys to spread the word. Um, if you'd be so kind, if you will leave us a rating and review on iTunes, that's actually the number one way that you can help promote the podcast so that when people are searching for, um, information about you know, nutrition for gymnasts, they find us and find, you know, qualified um, evidence-based advice. Um, and as always, if you have questions or you have um, suggestions of things you want to hear on the podcast, you can shoot me an email. You can send me um, an Instagram, Instagram DM. Um, I love to hear from you guys. I do answer all my DMs and I'm just so grateful for uh, this community. So with that, I wish you and your gymnast the best of season. Um, at this time of the recording, it's only the 1st of February. So it is not too late to learn to fuel them and see results in just a few weeks. So with that, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast sponsored by the Balanced Gymnast Method course. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. You can find any links that we mentioned in the show notes of the episode and also how you can work with us. If you're looking to learn to fuel your gymnast for optimal performance without the stress or overwhelm, feel free to email us. If you have any questions, you can reach us at support at christinaandersonrdn.com, share what's going on and we'll get back to you. Or you can learn more about our programs by going to our website, christinaandersonrdn.com slash work with us. Bye for now.